Hello, and welcome to Midnight Mon Pod, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. My name's Garrett, and I'm your host on this trip into the miniatures game Monster Apocalypse. On tonight's episode, I have the third portion of the faction focused series for the Shadow Sun Syndicate faction. Tonight's episode will be focused on the second monster from the faction, Zor Raiden. Zor Raiden is a monster focused on positioning and melee combat. I'm going to go and read the official fluff from the Privateer website here for him. Biomorphic and cybernetic nanotechnology empowers each of the Zors, the mightiest class of the Shadow Sun Syndicate's living weapon warriors. Each represents a highly skilled and augmented human wearing an armored suit capable of morphing them into fighters of sufficient size to stand toe-to-toe against Earth's invaders, utilizing both martial arts and advanced energy weapons. The soldier forming the basis for Zor Raiden was specifically recruited as one of the last surviving members of a nearly forgotten ninja clan hidden away in the northeastern mountains. Considered brash and headstrong by ranking members of the Syndicate, Raiden is nonetheless extremely skilled in combat and has demonstrated uncanny unspoken coordination with other shinobi units. So, Zor Raiden here is actual factual ninja. In the ninja faction, he is the ninja-ist. That's definitely not a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. Let's get in and read some of his actual rules and discuss what he does. Now, Zor Raiden is one of the monsters that was updated in the 2021 dynamic update, so everything I read will reflect those changes. In alpha form, Zor Raiden is a 7-speed, high-mobility monster with 9 defense. He has 10 health, 5 of which exist in his alpha form, 10 down to 6. For his special rules, he has combat coordination. While this model is in play, Allied Faction Units Brawl Attacks gain the Hit and Run trigger. And Reposition. If this model is targeted by an attack, after the attack is resolved, this model can advance up to three spaces. His attack profiles here, his Brawl, has an 8 action die cap with 4 boost dice and the Hit and Run trigger. If this model hits a target model with this attack, Immediately after the attack is resolved, advance this model up to three spaces, even if this model has already advanced this turn. Raiden's power stat has a six action die cap and four boost dice. And in alpha, Raiden does not have a blast attack. So let's talk some about what Zor Raiden actually does in alpha form. Combat coordination is a unit buff that I personally really like particularly on Zor Raiden, because it gives his Shadow Riders the ability to punch something that's already had a defense lowered, thanks to its flank rule, and then move into wherever it needs to be from that punch. So your Shadow Riders now move up there, six... They can sprint to move an additional three. They punch something and then move three more. It's actually enough movement that they could start and end in the same position while simultaneously punching something six spaces away. 
as long as you wait to sprint until after the attack. Hit and run on units is really a good rule, and handing out that rule, especially to relevant combat units, is always pretty good. Reposition is one of the defensive rules that has been growing on me recently. Reposition does not require the monster to have actually been damaged, just targeted. So it can be a brawl, a blast, body slam, throw, swat, anything that directly makes an attack roll against the monster will trigger reposition after the attack happens. Regardless of whether it hits, whether it deals damage, after that attack's made, reposition monsters get to then move three spaces away. On a defense nine body, reposition can be massively punishing because it makes it almost impossible to hit them twice in a row. And if your first attack misses, it's unlikely that you can just rotate your monsters to get the second one to try to make the same attack because the enemy monster is no longer where it was. Raiden's attack profiles in Alpha are not particularly exciting. Hit and run on Brawl is a decent rule. I like it more on units than I do on monsters, but it does mean that Raiden can move his 7, punch something, hit and run will trigger off of unit building or monster hits, and then move three more spaces away. In Alpha, that means that he can hit something, move out of the way, and potentially leave space for your partner monster to actually move into that space and do something nasty. 6-4 power is a solid attack stat. 4 boost dice on power is starting to feel like something of a rarity with a lot of the newer releases. So just having that solid baseline to throw at these attacks makes it, while not an exciting attacker, a consistent one. Moving over to Zor Raiden's Hyperform, this is where a lot of the dynamic update reworks ended up here in 2021. So Raiden's Hyperform retains its same speed and defense, so speed 7, high mobility, Defense 9, 5 health, so 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, then out of the game. His special rules. He has kept the combat coordination rule. He gained flank. Enemies within two spaces of this model have their defense reduced by 1 against brawl attacks made by allied models, to a minimum of 1. And Raiden has also retained his reposition rule. His brawl attack has... Maintained its 8 action die cap, gone up to 6 boost dice, retains the hit and run trigger, and has gained Weapon Master. This attack does super damage. Zor Raiden, like Zor Maxim, has gained a blast attack on his hyperform. Raiden's blast attack is a range 3 blast with a 4 action die cap and 4 boost dice with the rule follow through. Roll. If this attack hits, immediately after the attack is resolved, advance this model up to three spaces. Then, this model can make a brawl attack. An attack generated by follow-through cannot generate another attack. And last but not least, Raiden's power attack 
has gone up to a 7 action dice cap and kept that 4 boost die. So talking about Zor Raiden's hyperform, he does a lot of the same things he was already doing in Alpha. He's got his units being shifty little buggers. He's still a shifty bugger with that reposition rule. Flank means that anything he punches is functionally one defense lower than is printed on the card. And anything he's standing near that something else punches has their defense lowered. Which means if he's up in the thick of it, surrounded by enemy units, and you send your own units up to deal with them, that flank is still active. His brawl has more dice, and with the flank bonus, it's a lot easier to hit a monster with that brawl now. And that's actually something you might want to do now, because Weapon Master, this attack does super damage, means that brawl is worth two points of damage. A lot of times, brawling monsters or blasting monsters isn't really a valuable play line, because it doesn't generate you more power dice to keep your economy rolling. But the trick to Raiden's economy here Hit and run allows him to move back into safety after moving up close enough to hit. And this blast attack with follow through. So follow through, the first part of that is basically hit and run. If this attack hits, immediately after the attack is resolved, advance this model up to three spaces. The tack on of then, this model can make a brawl attack. So what this means is Raiden has the ability to use his blast to blast a unit or a building or a monster, and if it hits them, get three free spaces of movement, and then he has a brawl attack he can still make. So he makes that powerful brawl with the super damage into a monster, and then hit and run procs, and he moves three more spaces. He is shifty as all get, because if he is in his element and actually blasting a unit, gaining a power from that, moving up, punching an enemy monster, moving out, get, getting more or less safe, and then you try to get at him, he's still defense 9, you hit or miss, he's going to reposition. He is just a menace that moves in and out, in and out. He is that epitome of ninja-ness in that he just never stops moving. Through most of 2019 and 2020, Raiden was largely maligned as one of the quote-unquote worst protector monsters. But really, his biggest problem was just that his kit is kind of straightforward and vanilla. Because follow-through on that blast didn't exist on that kit, and reposition used to only move you one space. Between those changes, subtle as they are, I mean, follow-through is not that subtle, but the, the reposition change is a little nuanced there. Raiden got a lot better, but he still has that drawback in that he's pretty straightforward. Beyond the fact that he's all about positioning and repositioning and hitting and moving and hitting and moving, there's not a lot of gimmick on him. And because there's not a lot of gimmick on him, people aren't gravitated towards him. I'm starting to feel like he might actually be my favorite Zor at the moment, which is 
of course, why he's the one that I don't own yet. That'll be fixed eventually. He's definitely got game. I I played several rounds with Zor Raiden in the Givageddon 3 Endurance event. And playing several rounds with him means that I was winning with him. I played the games, and he was the monster that stayed standing for me. Because that defense 9, that repositioning, hit and run, following through, he just, his entire kit is built around being where the opponent doesn't want him to be, and still being able to chip that damage through. He is absolutely worth playing. If you haven't played in a long time, all you can recall are the jokes about, oh, Zor Raiden's the worst in the game. That is absolutely not true anymore. Highly, highly recommend checking this monster out. I think if you take the time to play him, play his unit game, actually try him out, he will really kind of grow on you. Because that's definitely what happened to me. Yeah, beyond that, I don't really have more to say about Zor Raiden. Definitely check out uh, Ninja McNinja Pants here. And I'm rambling again, so I'm going to cut the episode here. This has been, again, the third installment of the Shadow Sun Syndicate Faction Focus series. Stick around. The next episode that will be coming out will be Zor Magna, or Zor Manga, as the hyper form of her initial print run claimed her to be. But until then, this has been Midnight Mon Pond, the Monster Apocalypse podcast after hours. I'm Garrett. Thanks for stopping by, folks. Catch you around. Night Monpod is part of the Line of Sight Network, LOSWarmachine.com slash Midnight Dash Monpod.